You're tuning in to Spectre Radio. Revisiting our favorite Star Wars movie moments and debating about scenes from the shows. We're just three millennials trying to find our way through the galaxy through the eyes of the Jedi, clones, and the Sith. I'm Wyatt. I'm Andrew. My name is Alyssa, and we are Spectre Radio. Radio. You were a spice runner? You were a spoiler? Were you a spice runner? Were you a spoiler? We could do this all night. Thank you, Poe, Finn, and Ray, for our spoiler warning. Again, this is your warning for spoilers and adult content. Because I was not here last week. <laughs> hey, how's it going, everyone? Welcome back to Spectre Radio. And if you're just joining us, uh, welcome aboard. Um, that whole I wasn't here last week, um, you'll have to listen to our last podcast. But yes, I was in the process of moving to the It was a planet room. evacuation, honestly. So it was a planet. I mean, when you have a, sure. That's a, what we called it. When you have a Death Star approaching, you kind of got to go. <laughs> yeah, it was a planet of BS is what it was. But yeah, we are relieved you're here. <laughs> I'm relieved I'm yes. here. I Welcome was so back, upset. Rebel. Thank you. <laughs> I was so upset to not be a part of uh, a part of the last one. So I'm uh, I'm excited. So yeah, Alyssa is going to start us off with the uh, opening scroll for uh, for the Rise of Skywalker. And let's go. Episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. The dead speak. The galaxy has heard a mysterious broadcast, a threat of revenge in the sinister voice of the late Emperor Palpatine. General Leia Organa dispatches secret agents to gather intelligence, while Rey, the last hope of the Jedi, trains for battle against the diabolical First Order. Meanwhile, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren rages in search of the Phantom Emperor determined to destroy any threat to his power wonderful 
and a little behind the scenes of Spectre Radio. When we recorded the last podcast, as I'm wrapping up the ending, I said next week we're gonna li- we're gonna break down the end of Skywalker. And and everyone's looking <laughs> Did at me you like say end of Skywalker. Um, I said end of Skywalker or the something not the rise of Skywalker. I said something way left field. Wow. <laughs> um, but Alyssa, thank you for that. Let's jump into our first segment of Access, Access the Archives. Okay, I got a few. Um, there wasn't many to dig up since this is, is our most recent movie that we what? have. What? I have so many. <laughs> well, you dig deeper than I wanted to, to, to go. This is so. fair. This is fair. <laughs> so my first one is, and I'm, I'm pretty sure Andrew's going to challenge me on this, but we don't know exactly where we are in the canon. We know exactly where we are in the canon. <laughs> I knew that. Okay, so excuse me. I that's, missed you, I, that was the That was the royal we. I know exactly where we are in the canon. So, Is there a way to not sound snobby? <laughs> no, no. So Sorry. Ac- according to the interwebs, the cast and Abrams have not confirmed where we are. But judging by race scale, we're at least one or two years after The Last Jedi. Really? One year. One year. What what makes you say oh, that, Andrew? Oh, okay. uh, something I read multiple times across the internet. I don't I don't remember where it was. I can look it up. Well, if it's on the internet, it must, it be, must true. be true. We're not going to open that can of worms with anything ever. <laughs> we do every week. It's true. Why it's true? Um, my I'll other. So we got Lando Calrissian back in this yes, movie with Billy the original. Williams. Tala. Did you know that his color palette is almost identical to, to Donald Glover's Han Solo from Solo a Star Wars Story? Yes, I saw that. That was a callback. That was I a major that. Yeah, to yeah, his his yellow and whatever and the yeah, it was yep. cool. That was that was a callback for Donald Glover. And my last one is I've <laughs> I named it Death Star <laughs> One or Two. <laughs> so we are unsure on which Death Star wreckage we see in a movie because it's never confirmed if we're on Yavin 4 or Endor. I thought it was one of it Endor's just, moons. It is. But Yavin 4 is a is a forest moon of Endor as well. Oh. No, it's not. What? No. Oh, my gosh. No. What website yeah. was I looking at? I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Yavin, is in, Yavin 4 is the fourth moon in the Yavin system. Yavin is like a planet, and I guess that's the major planet in the system. So they call it the Yavin system. This is Yavin Four. Uh, Endor, the forest moon of Endor, is in the Endor system. <laughs> I'm not going to draw you a map and show how far it is. I have no idea how far it is. I'm pretty sure they're both in the outer rim, but I don't think it's that's like because it was the race from the archive memory. Yeah, I don't. Gosh, <laughs> I don't think it's as close as say Tatooine and Geonosis, where they were there in like 40 seconds in Episode Two. But it's it's not. We need like an equivalent of the Drake and jo- Josh like planet song for Star Wars. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. I saw Mercury, then Venus. I saw the yeah. Earth, then Mars. No, just me. Okay. I I mean I thought it was kind of cool that they actually had like an ocean on Endor. Cause I'm like, oh, we didn't get to see that with all the Ewoks the first time. No. No, we we didn't. Um, no. And it's kind of weird and cool that the Emperor's room is one of the only rooms kind of left still assembled. Granted, oh, yeah. it was it was probably built the best because probably it's built the like Emperor's a, room. Uh, what's it called? Like a fallout shelter? Yeah, I was about to say like one of those underground Nuclear bunkers. Nuclear fallout kind of thing. shelter, yeah. yeah. And also, how did that door open for Ray just to walk through? 
is there still a generator hooked up to this? Could be, or it could have been like the chamber of secrets with the snake. (laughs) I think it was kind of like the will of the force at work, whether it be the Mm. dark or the light side. My, there was, we'll get into it with the best and worst. There's some dark side vibes for sure. Yeah. Not going to get into it just yet. Well, yeah, because then we get dark side Ray. That was kind of cool. And she had that, um, that lightsaber that, that opened up like the, the temple guards little or, or, or Krell's. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. cool. I was like, all right. I almost preferred dark side Ray versus light side Ray. I didn't like her teeth, man. It looked like she, she could change them. It was weird. Like her teeth were normal to be vampire. Oh, maybe she is. Oh my gosh. This (laughs) is too much nerd culture all in one. I mean, she was still really attractive, so there was that. But. <laughs> hey, now. All right. We know where we stand on that. So with that being said, <laughs> I'm going to transition the other day that she was beautiful, into... Alyssa? Of course. Of course. <laughs> yes, we were talking about that because it was her birthday, and I realized I am literally only two months younger than Daisy Ridley, and I was like, mind blown. And you could have been in the Star Wars movie. I could have. I just, you know, needed to be in way more peak athletic shape, and I, I could have gotten cast. If only. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so close. Okay, so as always, I have 9 million access to the archives. I just love this category. This is where I get to shine. Some of these I knew without the help of the internet, so I'm kind of proud of this. Um, the first one is my favorite Star Wars cameo of all time on Agent Claus at the very end after um, the major battle. Wyatt, do you remember which famous person had a brief cameo as a pilot Gosh, for like a if, millisecond? If you're asking me, it's gotta be a Thrones character. No, it's not. No. Is it a- um, Marvel? No. No, no, is it is it a-, a Come on, uh, Andrew. Is Come it on, British? Andrew. No. Oh, I was gonna. I was gonna ask if it was um, that play that you guys like. They keep yes, trying to get me to watch. Yes. I knew it. Yes. The the one that takes place during the the, the really popular one. Yeah. What's the What's the name of that? <laughs> I don't know. I forget. Um, it's got the really catchy songs that you can't remember. Apparently, can't they're not remember. catchy There'll enough. Seven songs that are in it. Anyway, yes, Lin Manuel Miranda from Hamilton. Hamilton. There we go. As a cameo. Mm-hmm. He, what? Yeah, you never noticed? No, even Yo, I knew that. Go Google it right now. Even yes. I knew that. Granted, I looked so up cameos basically, previously. this isn't the first time that Lynn and J.J. Abrams have worked together on a Star Wars film because for The Force Awakens, he actually wrote the song Jabba Flow, which was featured inside of Maz Kanata's castle on, on uh, Takandana. Uh, interestingly enough, they turn to his help again. Yes, there he is with uh, Jana. Isn't mm. that great? <laughs> they turn to Miranda for help again after John Williams refused to write a piece for the scene, which is an obvious homage to the cantina scene from Os Eisley. So he also wrote some music um, for previous Star Wars projects. And then I guess as you do, you're just like, hey, can I show up? in the final scene and just like, yeah, with other people. And they were like, sure. Is that all it takes? I could have done that. Yeah. He also did a Broadway play as well. There's a lot of, there is like a, he's a big star Wars fan. There's a lot of connections there. He also did a song with um, weird Al Yankovic, who we've talked about 
previously who who has done a Star Wars parody song. So there's like a lot of weird connections. <laughs> okay, so next, my favorite character in this movie, Babu Frick. Hey! Hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> I can't. Babu Frick. You guys know my who, oldest friend. You guys know who voices Babu Frick. Oh gosh, I looked this up. It sounded so familiar. I remembered this, and I was so happy. I'll give you a hint. This is a Harry Potter character, actor, actress, actress. Huh. Yes, Moaning Myrtle. <sighs> yeah, she, she's a she's a somewhat popular voiceover yeah, actress. Shirley Henderson. She's a Scottish actress. So. Uh, she sounded Joy, like she Joy did voice work memory, on the go black, black. She sounded black. like she did like voice work on the Rugrats or something, like because they the Babu um, Frick sounded I don't know like if one she of was those involved toddlers. in that. I don't Probably know not, but she sounded that, like she could. Yeah, she can access the same like very small voice box mm. tools, so that was cool. Um, we love Billy Lord. We've talked about her many times so far. Mm. Um, you know, we we've seen her as Lieutenant Connick, Lieutenant Connick's, excuse me. Um, throughout the films, but she actually did get a more meaningful role in this movie that she was the body double for the CGI young Leia yeah. in the scenes that we get of her in the training. Yeah, it was cool. Um, with Leia wielding a lightsaber. So that's pretty cool. Um, there's some really interesting code names surrounding this movie. So before the official title was released, it was called, um, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm going to scroll on my notes, Project Trixie. Don't say that because then he's, he will correct you. Yeah. Pro, is it Project? I don't know if it was Project I Trixie or Trixie, but it was something. Like it was that. the word Trixie because in the middle of the word Trixie is I-X. So uh, Roman numeral for nine, nine, Rise of Skywalker. Very smart. Um, so that's kind of cool. And then we got code names for two big cameos. We had a code name for the Emperor. It was Trooper 13, um, which I was mm. like, I don't really know the significance of that. And then for Harrison Ford, they called him the janitor. <laughs> so here's their logic. We felt that that was a huge unresolved part of Kylo, the family sin. So closure was necessary for Ren to make peace with the memory with his father. So we called Harrison the janitor because he allowed Ren to clean up, at least spiritually, some of the mess he'd made. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we called him the janitor. I can't. Um, one more note on Babu Frick. He was actually saved. The character was saved by Steven Spielberg. I just love, like, he's got a sweet spot for aliens, like little alien guys, like after E.T. maybe. But apparently, um, originally they were going to be on, they were going to leave Babu on Kajimi when it was destroyed by the Star Destroyer. But Spielberg was like, no, save Babu Frick. So nobody was emotionally scarred thanks to him. That would have been upsetting for sure. And then I this, completely forgot about him to be honest. I, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Get out of my get out of my chat immediately. <laughs> I'm the host here. Uh, yeah, because yeah, you're signed in as me. <laughs> um, one more small nugget that somebody may have not pick picked up on, but I'm sure Andrew saw this immediately. Was you you fly up through that giant um, lightning tree and you get to the top of the tree and um, Ray is hearing the voices of the Jedi when she's knocked out, knocked down. And the star field that you're looking at is the exact star field from episode four. No, I, I didn't notice what? that. 
Are you being sarcastic? No, I didn't actually notice a random pattern of stars. No, sorry, sorry. I didn't notice that. I just, I had that much faith in you. So you're welcome wow, for that. Wow, I've, but... I've let you down. I appreciate the faith, but I'm sorry I let you down. <laughs> yeah, but appa- down apparently visual effects supervisor Patrick Tubach told Insider of the moment right before Ray hears the voices of the Jedi that that was intentional. They reused the shot from episode four to give hmm. another direct callback, so... That's really cool. cool. That's dope. Did you guys, I'm not sure what the meaning of it was, and this is probably more of a question for Andrew, but did you notice this movie and the last movie in the title was a different colors? Yeah. Yes, I did. So this was blue and the last Jedi was red. I know when the last Jedi was what was announced, it was coming out. There was a lot of talk on why is it red? This is the first Star Wars movie to change from yellow. Do you know any significance behind that? No, I, 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 there's, I'm assuming there's a crap ton of content online that I've just elected to not read. I'm, I'm assuming it's something to, to do with their lightsaber colors because we get a lot of blue in this movie. We get right. a ton of blue in this movie. A lot of blue blades, yeah. Well, we got Luke and Leia's blades, which are both blue. Um. Like, I watch this movie, and I have backlighting behind my TV, and I try to have it match what's going on. So I left it in blue, and it was amazing. It was amazing to watch. But I'm, the red might have symbolized more the rising of the Empire, kind of like Empire Strikes Back. We got a lot of red saber in it, maybe? Yeah, I think because they were diving more into – well, I don't want to say they were diving more into Snoke. They revealed Snoke. They showed him, and not just in a hologram. Right. So and he's not eighty feet tall, correct? The and red temple guards and the red yeah. tapestry, and, and more into the the dark side and the dark path of was Kylo red. Ren. Crate was red, and I think it was supposed to kind of like throw fans off as far as like, ooh, could Ray be turning in this movie? Kind of thing. That's what I imagine it to. Yeah, be. yeah. Also, probably just I don't know to completely change it because. Brianne Johnson liked to completely change things. Yeah. So for better and for worse. So just is what it is. Right. Well, that's to, that's my thoughts. We'll have to dive into that more when either of us get some time to do that. Okay. So I'm going to take us into our next segment of uh, what our expectations were. Um, again, for each of these movies, um, for movies that I that are really important to me, like Star Wars or Marvel or whatever, I go in with very <laughs> low expectations. Or whatever. Um, yeah, or what have you, <laughs> whatever fandom. I go, yeah, pretty much any sci fi fandom. Um, I go in with low expectations so that I don't get disappointed very easily. Um, I, it worked for me well when I went in low with The Force Awakens, <laughs> it worked for me well. I set the bar low and it was, it was fine, it was good, it was decent. There were things I would have fixed, but, and but for were... The Last Jedi. Um, you didn't so, get to share that last week. So briefly, um, I hated the movie when it came out. You and Ryan both haters. I hated it when it came out. I hated it when it came out. <laughs> sweet, I disliked sweet it. chocolate. The I first, and then the first couple of times I rewatched it, I didn't care for it. So I didn't rewatch it for a while. And then I briefly read something online that kind of helped change my mind a little bit. Ooh, share um, with the class. So a lot of people like to complain, oh, Luke would never be in exile. He's the most hopeful character that's that's ever been made. Okay, I don't know that he's the most hopeful character that's ever no, been made, no. but that that's a quite... Her name is Leia, thank you. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> uh, she literally says hope in Rogue One. Like so, nine million times, right? Yeah, so um, 
and they were like, oh, he's so hopeful. It's completely against his character. And then I read something and it's like they were the person who was commenting was just like, okay, who were the only two teachers he had? Obi-Wan and Yoda. Where did he find them? In exile. Yep. Granted, they were, Yoda was hiding from, you know, Yoda and Obi-Wan were hiding from an empire that had trillions of people and millions of ships. Whereas the first order was like a couple million people and a couple hundred ships. The scales were quite smaller, but the evil was still there. Right. And Yoda said, into exile, I must go. Failed, I have. That's Luke felt he failed. Yep, yep. So yeah, in multiple ways. So that helped a little bit. Again, there are still things that I, when I watched the movie, like pretty much the entire Canto bite scene is kind of dumb in my opinion. But <laughs> I, I like a lot. I, I like a lot more about where I'm at least okay with a lot more about the movie now. Um if there's more I could go into with the last Jedi, but we just don't have time. I, if I could have been here last week, I would have, um, we'll talk about it another time. <laughs> um, but as far as expectations at the time that this movie came out, I still was not a big fan of the last Jedi. So I was hoping that it would quote unquote fix certain things that I didn't like. And that was kind of unfair for me because there were certain things that didn't need to be fixed. Mm. And there were certain things mm. beyond that just didn't need to be that I thought needed to be that didn't. So dang, that's profound. It's mm. just because I think something needs to be changed. Doesn't need, mean it actually needs to be. Right. And there were things that were fine with the movie in general that shouldn't be changed. This movie kind of changed too many things. <laughs> and tried to backtrack entirely too hard and entirely the wrong way. So it kind of right. made its own mess. Um, my expectation was that hopefully it would fix it. It did comb over a couple things that I'm still okay with. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know, we're moving on. At mm -hmm. least we're, um, at least we're showing someone train and develop their powers. Kind of like we saw Luke train on Dagobah. Mm -hmm. I was like, cool. Okay. We've got that. It's not just random person is fantastically able to do stuff. You know, we have some training. We've got some meditation. Great. I'm cool. Right. I'm cool with it. I don't care right. how powerful you are now. I'm cool with it. Right. Um, I was expecting, I was expecting some more into, into Finn a little bit. Didn't really get that. Um, I was expecting a little more into, into Poe and we didn't get that. So I'm, a little I'm cool bit. with it. Only because Oscar Isaacs asked for it apparently. And he should have. He was like, can I have a scene where I say goodbye to Leia? And they were like, oh, yeah, we should do that. Uh, can I have a scene where we talk yeah. about my background? Yeah, we should probably do that. Now that you say that, Alyssa, that felt, that felt like that scene was thrown in last minute. A lot of them. Because it literally was. Minute. It yeah. literally was. Because Oscar was like, um, don't you think I should say goodbye to her? I'm pretty <laughs> sure the Han Solo thing was somewhat last minute, maybe not very last minute, but his Yeah, appearance... they were afraid that Harrison Ford was going to say no. And then they were like, uh, so are, would you be interested? And he was like, yep. <laughs> especially because it means he's back. not back back. Right, exactly. So it's kind of yep. like a final goodbye kind of thing. Probably like, didn't you kill me off two movies ago? Why am Literally. I coming back? Right. And that's exactly how he would say that too. Like, you know, he pretends to be grumpy all the time in those interviews. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, so that's it Andrew, for me. I feel like you were looking at my notes because that's literally what I had. And I, it's very strange. I said, I thought that it would be way better than The Last Jedi. And in some ways it was, but in, in other case, ways it, it fell flat. And then I yeah. said, nothing is ever perfect, but where Star Wars gets things wrong, Marvel gets them right. 
is literally wow. what I wrote in my notes. Cause I was thinking about my experiences when I saw this. Um, and obviously like right around the same timeline, we're getting like Endgame and infinity war all kind of mixed in these years. Right. So, um, my good friend Dexter, who has come on the pod, um, he, Dexter, Dexter he, um, was actually reaching out to me and said he wanted to go see this film together, Rise of Skywalker. And he knows how much my dad likes um, the films or tolerates them for me or both. <laughs> and um, they're both like just the same brain. And I was like, it'd be so cool to like go out to dinner and have them meet. So that's what we did. And we made it like a whole night. It was super fun. And we basically have done that for like any major nerd Aww. movie release. Um, cool. yeah, yeah. My dad is like way less into Marvel. He will go to the films because he appreciates like an action movie and a war movie. But um, so Dexter and I have mostly gone to those just like us or some other friends will come. But um, Dexter is just like so into the lore, whether it's like the comic brain or what, I don't know. But he literally called like the big twist in this movie as we were walking in and he was like um like what do you think what do you think is going to happen and I'm sure I had all these theories that were wrong because I was like just hopeful everything was going to work out and nobody was going to die and everything was going to be fine um as we do in a Disney film (laughs) (laughs) because the parents are dead so like we're good um and Dexter was like yeah I have this really strong feeling but I don't want to tell you my theory because I think I'm right. And it will spoil the movie for you. Oh, it so would. And I was like, just tell me, like, I need to know because then if you don't tell me and then later you're like, that was the thing, I'm not going to believe you, you know? And he was like, okay, that's fair. You asked for it. He's like, so I'm like pretty sure that Ray is a Palpatine. Wow. And I was like, what? He totally called it like literally moments before we walked in and my dad was like, what? He didn't even hear him or like understand. (laughs) (laughs) We're, we're like face first in this R2D2 popcorn bucket (laughs) eating popcorn. But yeah, that, that was like pretty much my expectation minutes before the film started was what he said. And um, I just remember like, certain parts of the film, I can vividly remember like what happened in the theater. Like there was this girl sitting in front of me with her boyfriend and a bunch of their friends. And the the moment where Ray and Kylo kiss, she was like, oh, she hated it. It was so funny. (laughs) And then Ben dies and she goes, oh my God. (laughs) She's like so (laughs) upset. And she was like, again, like what? Like she was... And she didn't real she didn't realize she was being so loud. It was really funny, but yeah, um, I can definitely still picture what was happening back. This was just what 2019, wasn't it? Like yeah. just happened. It's crazy. Pre-COVID. I haven't been to a movie theater probably since then. Yeah. Literally, like that was what December of 2019. December, right? the end of yeah. 2019, December was right before. Yeah, I don't because COVID I- was like they started lock and crap down in March after that. Yeah, yeah. I really don't think I've been to a movie since then. My expectation, and this is surprising because it actually mirrors yours. Yours Ooh. is yours. You're, you're all, you all. Y'all's. 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 All y'all's. <laughs> as they say all down y'all's. here. It matches. Y'all's Use guys. <laughs> Use, Use guys. guys. Um, 
you know, since my initial reaction of episode eight was crap, mm. um, I didn't have any expectations of this movie. The only um, thing I was like, oh, at least, it, you know, J.J. Abrams is a different director than Rianne Johnson. I was like, so it should be different. Right. And I feel like I think you, you touched on it a little bit, Andrew, is that he had to clean up what's his face's mess in episode eight. Right. But and then I feel like he did it too much, and yeah. for things right. that weren't necessary is is so, part of the problem. Two cooks in the kitchen. Right. Yeah. I think he had to try and tell two stories in one story. That's kind of like the Justice League movie and the the Snyder cut kind of thing. It's like, what in the heck is like? <laughs> it's like, how is this? It doesn't flow. So, <laughs> I still need to see that. I did. I think this is one of the very few Star Wars movies I did not see with Andrew when it initially came out. I saw this yeah. with another buddy the same buddy from work i saw the other one with and did he ruin your opinion again (laughs) he he went in so it's a different buddy uh he went in kind of blank with this and i tried to go in blank but Alyssa, if you remember this is when um mando season one was coming out that's right at the uh, episode seven uh, or sorry yeah uh, chapter seven of the Mandalorian. You told me this, but if you watched it all the way through past the credits, you got a, an extra preview of the Rise of Skywalker. You literally yeah. got the first like ten minutes of the movie. Yeah, and when they when they're doing the light speed skipping. And not gonna lie, you told me this in the morning, and I was driving to a customer's house. I remember I that. I had to pull over and tell yes. my customer, "Hey, I'm running behind just so I could watch <laughs> what this trailer was." <laughs> Because um, I I refuse to watch any trailers because they they mislead and they do, they do not, a lot. They do not tell. It's literally their job. That's their the job is to try to sell the movie. Yeah. My they cousins are so afraid video. of watching any Marvel trailer because they don't want to know anything about the movie. So any family gathering pre COVID that we had, my dad would make it his mission to go on youtube and put it on the tv <laughs> my cousin ran out of the house she was like Your dad ah. is evil. oh he is it was so funny but it's like it's like a good evil though it's a yeah it's like a chaotic neutral kind of thing oh but fair, fair but to go back to my trailer point i know i've mentioned this at least twice in other podcasts but the scene in the trailer where we get c3po looking back at his friends <laughs> for the very last time uh, you hated that that made me cry every time. I oh, yeah. hated the trailer, and then I realized what they were doing in the movie, and I was happy. <laughs> and then R2 gives him his memory back. Like, what? And he was like, crap. This whole film <laughs> is the theme of actions without consequences. The, oh, so true. But also, this is coming from the They're guy like, who somehow, wants everything Jar Jar. Right. They're like, somehow <laughs> Palpatine returned, and you have two seconds to go beep, 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 and com- compute before what that they move means on. no 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 not before they move on before they hand you the piece of plot and go oh yeah he was a clone could we explore that a little bit could you yeah. like build up to it so it's a revelation well, part of the so problem you tie is, it in from the comics a part little of the bit, problem is i nothing? think he was okay uh, in jj abrams mind he was supposed to kind of be introduced or at least somewhat revealed in the last movie which wasn't he was so they had to do trailer because they had to do michael jackson thriller movies worth a crap in one essentially but yeah yeah i I hear you on that there was a lot like that there was a lot of things like that in this movie i agree with andrew that on first watch it wasn't that it wasn't all the hype Mm. 
because we just finished Mandalorian season one, which was phenomenal. Phenomenal. So it's, yeah, I know we shouldn't compare TV to movies within the same storyline. We can do whatever we want. But true. But <laughs> you got the absolute marvel of Mandalorian. This new, this new story within the timeline versus an existing story that we can pretty much predict how it's going to end. And like you said, Dexter was right. Yeah, which, that man is so which smart. Blows my mind. And I know like weeks weeks leading up to it, my close friend group, we were kind of predicting, like, okay, who is Ray? Who is Ray? And we we're all thinking, you know, it's a brother or sister of Kylo. You know, maybe it's a baby that Leia might have given up. Someone told me that they were hoping it was like a, a relative of Qui-Gon Jin, like Qui-Gon right. Jin's offspring. Was- I'm like that was the that was the intention of the plot apparently like leading up to the movie but i think because there was so much internet fodder they were like nope we can't give the fans what they want well also we there's no way right. it could be his daughter given how many decades before right she yeah was born i don't think it was died. supposed to be his rel- his daughter but okay. more so his relative kind of like how that would have been yeah she's she's granddaughter like but, a niece or something like a great grandniece or something yeah, some something that would be cool something like that but yeah, I was pissed we'll, in the last we'll movie when that. they were like, oh, your your parents are nobody. Because I had read online before I saw The Last Jedi. They're like, oh, they're supposed to talk about Ray's parents. I'm like, oh, great. This is going to be awesome. And they're like, they were they were nobody. They were filthy junk traders. I was like, F you. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, have- oh, they might talk about her parents again. I'm like, are they going to talk about how they were nothing again? Are you going to disappoint right. me again? What's going to happen? Yeah, there's a lot of problems with that. We'll get into with our worst, I'm sure. But that being said, let's segue into our what ifs. So oh boy. I had a good one because I have this just like running theme that this movie was like Rebels, the movie, <laughs> instead of like the Rise of Skywalker. Um, the so sassy droid. I'll explain that in, in just a moment when I get to my best. But okay. what if Kylo read General Hux's mind revealing that he is Fulcrum or the spy or whatever I we want to call him. I feel like he knew. Yeah, because in that scene, he read his mind. Something's unsettling, yeah. Yeah, he's he like, said, oh, like, you're upset by my appearance. Yeah. Yes, yes. So I was and like, hmm, does he know? Like, is he already turning farther towards the light side and he's kind of aiding and abetting the situation? Like, what do you guys think? And I mean, the, the dark side is extremely powerful. And at this point, Kylo is probably, this is hard to compare, but probably at this point more powerful than Vader was at the end. Uh, on Probably Return because of, he was a dyad, yeah. Return, yeah, well, yeah, and at least, you know, non-comparative aside, uh, he's probably the most powerful he's ever been. Correct. And he's yeah. 20, Just by himself. what is he? 30, like, maybe. Yeah very late 20s early 30s so basically our age right now and this is the most powerful he has been um if there's deceit going on the dark side feeds on deceit the dark side smelled the crap out of that in my opinion right so i feel like in answer to your question Alyssa, i feel like he knew but i feel like kylo might be the kind of person that might detest his other generals to see if they can sniff it out because i don't think that I don't think that Kylo told Hux anything that was private, anything that could have jeopardized what he was trying to do. Well, they clearly hated each other across the other two movies. 
Yeah, and his Whether motivation they, was not good. He was like, I don't they barely give trusted a crap each other's what competency. happens. I just yeah. want Kylo Ren to lose. And you're like, that's your motivation? I know. It was so it was okay. so petty. Yeah. But I mean, I I agree with Wyatt. I think he knew. I think he would like maybe was testing his other generals, but they, they didn't even respect each other's competency and they were both pretty decently competent. I think he part of it could have been like you said, Alyssa, where maybe he was turning already. But part of it, I think, is he wanted to see if he could hang himself like Kylo was like, all right, let's let's give him some rope and see if he hangs himself <laughs> with it. Yeah. And he did. <laughs> yep. You played yourself. And oh, then yeah. what was what was the, the name of the other general? In, the in Allegiant this? General. I forget his name. He Trump was like apparently, yeah. He he like served Palpatine previously through at least the the Galactic Civil Can War. Can we talk about how satisfying it was to watch his little body get yeeted off of the, the, the control <laughs> oh, yeah. panel? He oh, just yeah. out the window. I was like, yes, just blown out. Yes, I was literally. so happy he died that way. I was like, yeah, crap, yeah. that was great. So, Alyssa somewhat stole my what if. But that's why we have two. So my original what if is what if Hux had become, what if Hux was trying to portray more of a Volcrum kind of. Oh my God, trait. stop. Wow. We are that's all awesome. on point tonight with the so, notes being the same. And I feel like he was a yeah. little bit, you know, yeah. trying to be the, the mall of the spy, whatever you want to yeah. call him. Yeah, but so, not because his conscience, like unlike um, Callus. Um, it was just right. simply because he's petty. Right. He just wants to stick it to Kylo. Oh, yeah. Um, so my now my main what if, and I think I like this one better anyway, is what if Qui-Gon force trained Ray? That'd be cool. Mm, you mean like he is a force ghost appearing to her? Right, because we get force ghost Luke who's speaking wisdom into, into Ray. We um, also get... We also get Kylo Ren becoming one with the Force, even though he has absolutely no training and how to be, and how to do that. And apparently, they talked about it in previous movies and shows that you need training we, to do that. We don't see him though. He be- we don't became get, one with the Force. He turned we, invisible. Jedi yes, can die I, without doing that. I know. I understand that, but okay. part of me feels like it's not the same because it's not like the end of. Uh, episode six, where we see Anakin uh, like come f- full circle, and then he's fair like, enough. "Hi, I'm a Force ghost. I made it. Everything's okay." And then That's Ben is just like gone. So, That's right, and Andrew, do we know how long Force ghosts stay around for? <laughs> no. So, I think my brother talked about this on one of the podcasts he was on, um, in one of the old books that he and I listened to from the '90s. Um, Luke was talking to Ben after Ben was a force ghost and Yoda. And he said, Hey, we're not going to be able to communicate with you anymore because of our journey in a, on another plane of existence or whatever. We're kind of moving away from you. Um, but I, if I remember correctly, the more powerful you become, the greater the ranges to be able to like connect. I don't, I, I oh God, that's, that's all live forever. That's that's all legend stuff. I have, I don't think there's anything canon on how long they stick around because the force, like, it's kind of like how people view God. Like God is not in time. God can like manipulate. God is or, time. Yeah, right. that's time, yeah. that yeah. for people who believe in God. These you know, not trying to put that on anybody, but 
so that's what the force is essentially in this is like the the world between worlds in uh, rebels they had all different moments through time and space you can hear different people's voices at different people's times right you know so i i think it's i i don't think it's kind of like doctor who uh time is not uh linear it's wibbly <laughs> wobbly timey wimey stuff, stuff. Right. I know it's not. I know it's not a great answer. It's kind of a cop out answer, but that's the the answer that I would give. Okay. A thousand generations live in you now. <laughs> I, I guess it depends on what the will of the force is. Like if they're like, "Hey, we need you to stay exactly where you are in the next plane of existence, so you can train another generation to follow and do that." Great. If we need you to move on down the highway of the the nether world of the force. You need to do. I think it's it, something like that. I don't know if and, that makes yeah. any sense. Yeah. Final question about Force Ghosts: Do we do we only get Force Ghost Jedi versus like Force Ghost Sith? That's the answer that the um, mm. I think the directors and and current people who are in charge of Star Wars have said. Because could you imagine a Force Ghost like Darth Maul? Just like harassing every, every, everybody. I think that, and I wasn't really thrilled. I wasn't. I wasn't really thrilled with the answer that they gave as far as that Sith can't do that because Palpatine's consciousness survived outside of his body long enough to be put in a new body. Mm-hmm. So I, maybe his thing was less permanent than a Force ghost, but okay. the what, the way they said it kind of made sense. The Sith only care about. Um, greed and stuff like that and what they can get and if you're dead you can't get anything and you can't rule anybody so they're now versus later they think of now they think if i'm dead there's i don't care about being coming one with the force because what do i need to guide people for i don't care about guiding people i want you know power i want money i want to rule i want to make people suffer you i I guess they don't think you can do that as a ghost i I like they clearly never saw supernatural but um (laughs) So that we're that's, at now, now. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's kind of the answer that I have. Okay. Cool. Um, so I had a couple of what ifs. Um, what if they actually explained how Palpy survived? <laughs> um, what if this movie was better? Um, wow. What if these um, are not good? What ifs, Andrew? What, what if the the blade was not just a, a, a ridiculous, not even useful MacGuffin? So that's what it is. And then it ended up being a Goonies thing, but we'll get into that with with the best and worst. We'll get into that with the best and worst. Goonies never say die. Goonies never say die. Um, So mine is, mine is what if um, Ben lived and which would have been weird. Let me, let me kind of explain it. Not like, Oh, he heals her. And like, as he's passing away, she's like, Oh, Oh, I need to heal him. Like it, it didn't need to be, uh, the clash of the titans thing i don't know if you guys saw that movie um Mm -hmm. where zeus and uh hades were the only ones left and then like zeus was dying and hades is like all right i can uh i can give you my power but i won't have the ability to do it again and you know it's kind of like they were healing each other back and forth kind of bs or whatever so what if he was able to hear heal her but still live what would that have looked like it kind of would have looked like if vader had lived given all the war crimes he committed what would that have looked like? Right, and that that speaks back to my what if on I believe Return of the Jedi. You know, could what if Vader could have been redeemed? Could he have been redeemed for you know the massacres? Oh, by the, like, the government and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
That's a good point. It does lead back to that. I didn't even think about that. I don't. Man, no if, one knew better. What if? <laughs> no, no, no. That, that's although that's an easy one. That's still a good one, though. Um, yeah, like with, my, yeah. My thought on that was, um, I think this was like either like an article I read or a TikTok I watched or something, where. Um, somebody was like getting on their soapbox and they were like, Ray should have died and Kylo should have lived. Oh my gosh. And they should have switched places because if you think about the character arc, they were saying like, it's not fair that Ben gets to be the hero and like the martyr and like basically be the reason why everything works out and why Ray lives. Right. Yeah. And, like, he does have more of an arc than she does. Yeah. Right. They were saying like, it's nice in a way like I I personally think it was fine like right. and as much as I hate to say it like if one of them needed to die I think it makes sense that it was him that it was For his sure. sacrifice well, we already thought he was dead by falling through that yeah cavern. we knew he wasn't dead I knew I, he wasn't I, dead. I had it at a 50 50 <laughs> no no my that's my whole trope with this movie is like if you don't see the person die yeah they ain't dead I'm sorry Maul was chopped in half he didn't die Palpatine threw down an elevator shaft, not dead. Um, we could go on. We <laughs> you guys ever continue. see that? It was it was a video years ago. It was um, like a it wasn't SNL, but it was um, Palpatine tries to get a job. After that, <laughs> it was quickly. It was like some guys going over his resume. He's like, oh, see, you got a lot of politics here. Twenty years as a chancellor, <laughs> supreme chancellor, emperor. So why did you decide to leave politics? My apprentice threw me down a 280 mile shaft directly into the main <laughs> reactor of the Death Star. I'll have to send you the video because like he tries Amazing. to get it. He gets like a job on like a suicide hotline and it does not work out. <laughs> oh my god! <gosh. laughs> he's, like, he's like, why are you like wanting to kill yourself? Shouldn't you kill your father? And then the, the oh person who got gosh. him the 10th job is like reading a news article of son slaughters family. <laughs> Oh my, <laughs> that's horrible. And then he's like, he installs invisible doggy fences and oh, he's like, no. he's sitting on his throne. He's got a bone. You want this? Don't <laughs> you? I'll have to send it to you. you but that's it? what, when you said yeah. throw him down the shaft, that's what I thought. Yep. I like. Yep. I know it's not an elevator shaft, but in my brain, it will right. always be an elevator shaft. Right. Um, It's very soap opera of them. But anyway, yeah, yeah. that was kind of the whole situation with the internet piece i read or whatever the video i watched That's was not a bad article that but, it makes sense that yeah. ray would have been the hero if she had given that sacrifice but obviously like the rest of the movie wouldn't have necessarily panned out the way that it panned out it would have yeah. been a little different had she not come back and and ben be the victor and like i don't i think it would have been very similar to kind of like um Jin with um rogue one how she wasn't like well received like right. i don't think he would have walked back in and poe would have been like hey what's up man and yeah. finn would have been like Remember yeah me? boy yeah. the only person who was like, going to vouch for him was his mom and she did she did and yeah. his daddy did and his uncle did his whole family did but had he they survived do you think like he and ray would be together and maybe if they like, both survived yeah oh for sure I think that definitely would have happened. So like, she, you think she would have like kind of left her? Well, the resistance wouldn't like, be so like important anymore. Here's the thing. Yeah, that <laughs> that and again, I'm I'm bringing up TikTok because you get that stitch of like, what are two clips that give you the same energy? I knew what the end of this movie was going to be very quickly. 
based on all of this stuff that happened because I saw the movie Titanic. Okay. <laughs> she gets off the ship in America and they're like, what's your name? And she's like, Rose. And they're like, what's your last name? What's your surname? And she's like, Dawson, Jack Dawson, you yeah. know, was the guy she was in love with. So she left her old life behind and became Rose Dawson. So not really shocking that who are you? There's been no one for so long. Ray, Ray, who? Yeah. Um, Ray Skywalker. And it wasn't like just this connection that she has to Luke and Leia. Identity theft is not a joke, <laughs> Jim. You guys see that meme for that? Oh, yeah. You say that to me at least once a day. Amazing. Oh, yeah. That's funny. But it's not just the um, thought or feeling of her connection to both of her masters, Luke and Leia. But I think. Yeah. Definitely was that strong dyad between her and Kylo too, because sure. ultimately, like his name is Ben Solo, but he is a Skywalker. So and Han Solo it's, married into the Skywalker family. So right, yeah, it just gives me the same energy. So I don't know if that kind of answers your question. No, that's that's good. I agree with that. Oh, it would would it have been Ben Skywalker or Ben Organa? He was Ben Solo. Right, but like his family name because it wasn't Leia Solo. Mm. Granted, I don't think they were married, but yeah, and she was never Leia Skywalker. They That's were married in the old canon. I don't think I don't know if they were married in in this canon, but I don't know if she would have hyphenated like three times between Organa <laughs> Skywalker and Solo. That's a lot. OSS. No, no I don't what do we mean, so. Spy Kids? No, um, I think she would have stuck with Organa. But I think in general, it's like maybe this is just a Hispanic thing. Like you have like fourteen names. Like I know, I, I saw know. Spy Kids. Yes, right, exactly. Oh, and then Wyatt. And Wyatt is My hyphenated. poor wife has two hyphenated names. Yes. <laughs> and I am I am half the reason for that. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Cool. Moving on to Andrew's most favorite topic, <laughs> best and worst. <laughs> so for me, my best, I, I struggled. <laughs> Yeah, Why? We all struggled because you're with picking the, this, this apart so one. much? I struggled because of this answer. So I wrote down, I think it's a good, I think it's a good ending to the sequel. I'm left with less questions versus Revenge of the Sith or really? Return of the Jedi. Yes. Huh. I'm sure? left with, I mean, yeah, I've got, I've got questions, but then again, this is our most recent movie for us. Yeah. And this is what we have. This is the, this is as late as we can go in the canon for right now. Yeah. Until we get episode 10. God knows when that, that'll be. Oh, God, I hope soon. <laughs> episode X. Um, my worst, I had, I only wrote down two. Wait, so my, you skipped your best. There was no, nothing? That was it. My that best, was it? My best is that this, I felt that this was a good ending for, for a sequel movie. Did you not like anything else about the movie? Oh, okay. That's more uh, what we were asking. I whatever. My <laughs> best. Um, I'm sorry. I always have like 37 best. That's why no, I good. was like. I don't know why I didn't write this down because I leapt out of my chair when this happened in the movie. But Chewie got his freaking medal. Yes. Yeah, finally. I had a question on this. If I could okay. kind of come in. So I thought the same thing. I was so happy. But then I was thinking, because I was watching like clips um, online, that Leia had a medal. And I don't know if she got Luke's medal or Han's medal. 
after one of them died. Is that how Chewie got a medal? Was it one of their medals? What's funny is um, I've referenced or this comic book before. Or did he get his before. own? There was, I referenced this comic book before a couple um, pods ago, I think um, during the solo pod. It was called, it was a, it was a satire comic called Tag and Bank. And it was these two guys who were like in every random important oh, moment of Star Wars. Oh, you told us about this. They, they make it back to Yavin, like to the rebel base. They're like, oh, finally they're back. We're back. And the rebels had already pulled out. It's like, crap, we just missed them. And like, all right, well, let's see if there's anything around we could take. I'm starving. And then some guy looks down on the ground and it's Chewie's medal. He's like, what's that? And he's like, I don't know. It says Chewie. He goes, is it food? I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> so, and when I was watching Cinema Sins of this movie, Everything Wrong With, and they were going on Chewie's medal, he's like, what, 30 years late? He's like, I'm not saying he didn't do anything in this movie, but he was not the main reason that they succeeded. So he's like, at this point, I hope it's chocolate for him because like he Aww. could use some food after all this. So that, that's yeah. what made me laugh. So I, I, that's a good I question. Hate I, to, I hate to like pick it apart because like it's such a nice way to kind of tie up a loose end, but it kind of like you're saying, it feels like a consolation prize. Like, yeah, you've been a valued member of this team all along because people can't understand what you're sa- saying half the time because we don't speak Kashyyyk Shikian or whatever the language yeah, is. Kashyyyk and Moof Milker. But um, I I don't remember where exactly I saw that, but it was like Leia holding the medal. And I was like, is that how Maz got it? Because like Maz was there when Leia died. If we're going to ask questions on how Maz gets things, can we not start with the lightsaber? Yeah, with the lightsaber, <laughs> fair. Well, there was a whole scene that was cut, remember? So anyway, yeah, sorry, I just didn't mean to derail the train. But no, yeah, no, no. it's a good question. <laughs> One thing I listened to on another podcast is Wookiees, aren't materialistic for their awards okay they really don't care about you know a medal or you know this or that they're more and they, they know what they accomplished they're, they're more into just celebrating period well, wookie life day <laughs> exactly so i think the medal all this i thousand percent agree this was a fan service for us yeah. This is for us, you know, because Chewie obviously didn't get it in episode four. So I feel like that's a fan service for us. Yep. Which is BS because you you know he's half the reason Han turned around and helped out in episode four. He was like, oh, give, absolutely. He was given, he's like, what? I know I know what I'm doing. Chewie was giving him crap the whole time, as yep. Chewie does. That's his job. Absolutely. And this actually segues perfect into my worst. Okay. So while we're talking about Chewie, so. Alyssa oh, mentioned it go. earlier. So his death. Here de- we his, go. Bring it up. Let's do it. His death, quote unquote. <laughs> um, why the heck would you have us think that he's dead? Have us process that, and not even four minutes later, he's alive. And then they didn't reveal it either. Like it was. No. It would have been a better reveal had they like. Chewie's alive. Like they accidentally and, like run into him on the Star Destroyer or something. And now on the rewatch, we can clearly see two transports. Oh, for sure. We're not thinking about that when Ray and Kylo are force fighting over that that transport. I had a feeling was cool. he wasn't dead. I was like, if that's yeah. how they're gonna kill him, I, I knew I'm he not, wasn't dead. I wasn't gonna be happy, but I was like, okay, that that would be a major turning yeah. point for her character. So I could see them doing it, but I was yeah. like. I'm pretty sure that's not how they were going to kill him off. Because I, I think originally in like the old canon, Chewie dies before Han. Uh, 
like oh. I think like a like some alien species like throws a moon at like where he is. What the heck? And, yeah, kind of like uh and uh Infinity War style. If you throw another <laughs> planet at me again, I'm gonna I'm gonna snap. <laughs> um but yeah, he like yeah. dies like saving everybody kind of thing. So I thought it was interesting. But I'm like, that, please don't that kill him like that. That was one of my worst as well though, because you're you're both absolutely right. It doesn't make any sense the reveal <laughs> that Ray all of a sudden is like, oh, I can sense Chewie and he's alive. And it's like, bitch, how did you not sense that he wasn't dead? What do you mean? Oh, he's alive. What? I guess I, I guess get her, that you were so the, worked up and yeah. you're so upset. Like I think that was just clouding but, it. And you're you're so focused on using the force for one thing that you're not using it for something else. I don't know if I, the logic does not follow for me. It does not follow. I don't like it. But that's just problematic for me that she can't sense his death right but she can sense his life you know and what i mean that just doesn't make sense if you're gonna kill off such a such a vital character of chewy then kill him off you know as much as i hate saying that if you're gonna kill, kill him off, off in a meaningful way kind of thing kill him off in a meaningful way and <laughs> kill him <laughs> and let us see it so yeah. it's not like eh, is he dead though is he because it's like star wars like i don't want game of thrones like you know beheading somebody I don't. I don't want to see that. You got one in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's Mark Hamill's voice cameo. Another one. Um, oh my god. That was him. Can the guy man, who was beheaded. Can that man just rest? So it was the the little guy in the casino in the last movie too. And then my other worst is actually the opening scene for this movie. So, oh my god! Me too. I wrote that down. So what? Uh, time speed skipping. Oh, light speed skipping. Oh, light, light speed. Speeds. Light oh. speeds. Thank you for. Coming. I don't think no, that's I where lied. she was going with a, that. No, I had a different scene. The light speed skipping. So we can. I think we can all agree that Han Solo is one of the more riskier pilots. Mm-hmm. Even he calculates his jumps. Poe is just pulling that shifter like it's a manual transmission. <laughs> I think that. Second I don't think gear. you can just. I don't know that they could just do that. I think there's some kind of processing thing that they have it to where it's like, all right, I'm going to do short jumps, but I need this computer to tell me if I'm about to actually jump into something. Right. So, and mean, I mean, you're not supposed to computer, do it because it's her name dangerous. is L3, you uncultured swine. <laughs> all right. And anyway, multiple times we see the Falcon just either showing up in a random city, you know, narrowly avoiding a building mm-hmm. or flying through trees or whatever heck, you know, crystal planet they, they ended on. I lucky. Yeah. This this bugged me because Han waited and calculated each of his jumps. Even if they were short, he still calculated them. Uh I don't know. I feel like in episode seven, he was just like they were like, Can we even make the jump to light speed in here? I've never I've never asked that question till after I've done it. And he like uh. did no calculations. He just left. And I, I mean I don't know, Cassian did it. He didn't light speed skip, but he was just K2 is like, I haven't finished putting in the calculations. I'll do them for you. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I suppose in an emergency, someone like Han would, but you're in general, I'll, I'll go there with you in general. Yeah. He would calculate his light speed jumps, but because Poe's also I, a lot more of a, I don't know, Mavericks, a wild card. But see, I'm, I'm refusing to admit that Poe is more roguish than Han Solo. Not roguish, but I think he's willing to take more risks. He was a freaking spice runner. That was he's literally a copy and paste of Han Solo. Poe Dameron, spice runner, runner of spice. 
I'm saying. I was like, can we just, can we just make a new one? Why do they have to be the same? Like, I get it. And the we leather jacket to... and the, yes. the holster. Yeah. And the sarcasm and the freaking just improv. It's a popular Don't get me wrong. Character. He's a great character. Space cowboy. He's been done before. Can we make uh, him? Been why can't he like, <laughs> speak Spanish too or something? Let's see. Make Sean him a little Spencer different. and Psych, Jack O'Neill and Stargate. It's been done a thousand times. But these are some people's favorite characters. My, I'm one of those yes, people. I know, my favorite but characters. It's a good. There's a you difference have a good point, between though. an archetype and like literally and a cookie, and a cookie cutting cookie yeah. cutter, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I could I could list off everything wrong with this movie, but I wanted to give you two some. So my best, like I mentioned earlier, was this was Rebels the movie. Um, upon rewatching this, Explain. I was like. Sith Wayfinder holocron. I was thinking the same thing. I don't know. And then I was like, spies, moles, hmm, female Jedis, <laughs> culture research with the necklace. Sir, we analyzed this necklace. It's from the blah, blah, blah system. I was like, all right, Thrawn. Andrew, is yeah. there a difference between the Sith holocron and the Wayfinder? I, the, the Wayfinder is not a holocron. It just happens to be shaped very similarly. It's It's, it's a pyramid. A, yeah, but it holocrons stored knowledge. The only piece of knowledge that that has is was a, a map tracking thing. Yeah, essentially, it's not a holocron that yeah. you can plug an X-wing into, and somehow it's a Garmin GPS. We're not again. You want to pull apart every single freaking thing wrong with this? Yes, I agree. I I think that the the wayfinder thing was barely less stupid than the map that leads straight to Luke Skywalker that didn't actually lead straight to Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm. Like again, like him leaving a map to find himself. What did he go missing, come back to leave a map and then go missing again? Not a thing. Um, the, the whole wayfinder thing I thought was a little dumb, but not quite as dumb. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Do you, do you think that was a callback to rebels slightly? I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. Maybe. I, I hope I not. I think Star, Star Wars borrows from itself a lot because I wasn't oh, done. Sure. My list is longer for yeah. Rebels, the movie. Um, we had a Lando cameo. That was very yeah. Rebels. Um, droids causing mayhem and killing stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah. Um, a young Jedi trying to avenge killed parents after being orphaned. Hmm. Um, entrance to the like palace on Exegol looks very similar to Maul's lair, like that low ceiling. It was giving oh, me the same vibe. Yeah. I don't That's know. Anyway, point. this was very Rebels the movie to me. I was like, okay. And then obviously we got Ahsoka's voice. So that was a whole other thing. But <laughs> yep. Um, some of the other bests I had was the action. That flip that Ray does in the trailer is so good. I For just... Sure. Every oh, time with the, uh, with the tie fighter, right? Yes. When yes. she's running and then she backflips like genius. Cool. So genius. Um, Adam driver matrix style. Yes. Adam driver did all his own stunts for this movie. He insisted. And the stunt coordinator hurt? was, um, yes, he did. The stunt coordinator was like, no. And he was like, hold my beer. He was like, um, but, but yes. <laughs> actually, I don't know if he was hurt during the film, but my note was that he, you know, as you guys probably remember, he joined the Marines shortly after 9-11 and served for two years and eight months before being medically discharged after suffering a mountain biking accident. So 
whatever happened there doesn't stop him from continuing to be an absolute beast of an athlete and doing all of his own stunts kind of similar to I'm just stating the facts Um, similar to like all of the physical training that Daisy Ridley had to do. You know, obviously she didn't do all of her stunts because I don't have a fun fact that says that, but um, just the fact that she could keep up with it. Um, The other one I wrote was the comedy Um, 3PO had some really good one-liners. Uh, you didn't say my name, but I'm all right. (laughs) That was great. Great job. Terrible job. Yes. Um, post flashlight next to the lightsaber (laughs) in the cave. Like that was really funny. I would do the same thing. Um, and then at one point, Poe yells at C3PO and says, 3PO move your metal ass. Yeah. What? I totally forgot that that happened and I died laughing rewatching it when he said, Excuse me, we've only just met. Yes, move your metal ass. I'm like, he said ass in Star Wars. What? Um, Yeah, that was just great. Um, There were obviously some really great callbacks to the OT with um, the details from the older Stormtrooper armor on the Death Star. The helmets there were um, time, um, correct. They were synced up with the timeline, which was cool. Mm -hmm. And then, um, can we just get like a, an appreciation post for all of like the hair and costumes in this movie? Like John Boyega's hair. I was like, Ooh, that looks so good on him. And Ray's hair, although it was the same, it was different. It looked really good. Um, everybody had really great hair in this movie. Just 10 out of 10 chef's kiss. The costumes were so good. Um, you could definitely see like time had passed for sure. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my best. Um, for my worst, what I meant when I agreed with you, um, Wyatt, and I Mm -hmm. said that the beginning of the movie was a throwaway, Mm -hmm. um, Kyla was on Mustafar. Yeah. Yeah. What Mm -hmm. the heck? Like there, there was destroying the natives. There was like no explanation. I didn't, I mean, I yeah, think, they gave no explanation in the movie. You had to like look for it on the internet, yeah. which is kind of BS. I would have appreciated like a little help there, being that the movie came out like 20 years ago and I don't remember exactly what Mustafar looks like. Um, but yeah, I mean it makes sense that he was there to take the wayfinder or whatever, but that was just a throwaway. Like that could have been done way better. That like Rogue One, they literally tell you what planets they're jumping to. You can just put it at the bottom of the screen and help help a sister out, okay? Right. Yeah. Like, because it um, didn't look that much like Mustafar, because it, 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 di- it was a different part of the yeah. area anyway. Anyway, yeah, that irritated me. Same. Because um, I was reading it, and I was like, yeah, they were at Mustafar, and I was like, what? When? Um, okay, so... This is a hot take, but the one of my other worst was the lesbian kiss at the end. Um, I literally just saw that for the first time rewatching this. Yeah, it just like I remember when I first saw it, I was like, oh, good. Like we're moving. We're we're moving forward. Right. Like we're getting some representation. But my problem with it is that it's just perpetuating this idea that these small, like very targeted pointed little plot pieces that aren't important um, amount to some kind of sufficiency in terms of representation. Like there were so many things on the internet that was like, Poe is gay, Poe is gay, Poe is gay. And then they were like, here's his ex-girlfriend. He's straight. Who is um, Mulkin, by the way. Or you, you didn't even see her face. Doesn't what do you matter. mean? You saw, you, 
You saw you enough. Saw, saw her eyes. It was, she trust was me, like, that was enough. Uh, Zori Bliss is a Power Ranger wannabe. You saw her okay? blonde hair. You're fine. I, I listen. Unfortunately, that's the kind of girls that I'm generally into. So it is, <laughs> is it what to it Power is. Rangers? Girls who can <laughs> no, kick your ass. Girls, girls who get into trouble and can yeah kick my ass. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I remember when I first saw it and thinking like, wow, this is great. But if you're gonna give us a gay character, don't just like do it to check a box. You know what I mean? Like, give us, you know, like they were alluding that Lando was like. Um, he's um like pansexual i think yeah um because billy d williams came out i think as pansexual so he's um he's queer he's some kind of um representation well, kind of like but... what they did in the new star trek movie they kind of gave it yeah, to sulu yes. as a nod to um george takai or takai whoever you pronounce yes, it yes yes takai yep exactly so anyway i remember just thinking like yay and then upon like reflecting being like this is not enough so we want we want better Star Wars. Do better. Um, and then my last one for worst was keeping the parentage a secret. Just similar to Yoda not telling Luke who his parents were because, oh, some things are stronger than blood. But it really just undid all of the work that they built up to in these films with Broom Boy and being like, a strong Jedi can come from anywhere. Anakin was literally no one. He was a slave. He like, you know, was the chosen one, which he really wasn't come to find out. Right. But uh, his legacy, you know, built all of one. this. He was, he was the chosen one. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, immaculate conception, notwithstanding. I don't I don't agree with that. But that, anyway, my point is like they did all this work to do this world building and say like anybody can be a rebel. Anybody can be a Jedi. And then it was like, just kidding. She's like only OP because she's a Palpatine and he's only OP because he's a Skywalker. And yes, that makes more sense as to why they're a dyad, but does it, couldn't she just be nobody and they still be a dyad? I don't know. Right. No, I mean, there were plenty of powerful Jedi and Sith who were nobodies beforehand. Right. right. Oh, one of my one of my best, and I feel like us as the Spectre crew should have said this before. But at the very end, we got the ghost yeah. flying in. Oh yes! I Ugh. was watching so hard for it at the end of this movie. So I'm like, where is it? Where is it? Where is why, it? Why it's like? That's exactly what. Were you at my house? <laughs> Squinty. I can picture you. Where is it? And your wife's like, "What are you looking for?" I'm looking for the ghost. You're looking for a ghost? No, no, no. A, a ship that's called ship. the ghost. A very specific ship. <laughs> you're standing. She's like, "You're gonna hurt your eyes if you're that close." Yes. To the TV. She's like, "Okay, Wyatt, let's get you to bed, Grandma." <laughs> and, and then I was also looking for it when we got the end game style ship entrance on Exegol as well. Oh, mm. that, that was just goosebumps. that was just too many to to look through. So good. Oh, like I, re- I just remembered one of my best. I didn't say too. I didn't write it down. Um, can we just get like a quick appreciation to the little that Ben does <laughs> before he fights the yeah. Knights of Ren? His when little, he's just like his little shrug his little that Han gives in episode six. Yeah. <laughs> I just lose it. And also we get to see him smile for the first time and it makes me cry every time. It's so good. So freaking good. He deserved better. Uh. And then, of course, one of your other bests is Babu Frick. That's a whole section, right, Alyssa? Yes. Yes. 
There, okay. I keep thinking of that girl on TikTok uh-huh. that you talked about that like is in love with Babu Frick and like her I ideal date is him. I can't find her name and I want to show it to you guys I, so I you guys know who I'm talking about. She, yeah, I don't. I, I don't unfortunately, yep. I'm not Joy is ready. So Andrew, finish us off. What were your best and worst? <laughs> Alrighty. So my best, I think the humor in this movie was far better than the humor in the last movie, personally. Agreed. Possibly so even good. better than the one it in the, fir- the first one. every time. <laughs> yeah oh they they i think they nailed it um the oh action was really good in this movie <laughs> i liked the whole final battle thing um but i also there were parts of it i didn't like that y- you guys saw how hard it was for like ray to randomly fl- fly through all that bull crap right mm-hmm and she was in a small fighter that could easily mm-hmm. dodge things. But now, you know, now we have capital ships showing up that are like two, three, five, ten thousand meters big. And they they can like <laughs> fit through BS. Like, come on, give me a break here. Um, so that, can that we just talk about how Ray jumped out of the freaking spaceship without an oxygen mask on and Finn had one on. So the logic. We're well, the logic just, doesn't make sense because apart. she took, she, what did she take? He, I, I forget who took a TIE fighter from the Death Star, but TIE fighters, standard TIE fighters don't have um, one. You need an oxygen mask. Like you said, <laughs> two, they don't have hyperdrives. Where are you going? Where are you going? I just Where remembered going? my other favorite part was when Ray stole Kylo's TIE fighter. Oh uh, yeah. Right. Such a flag. She was like, I'm going to stab you, I'm going to heal you, and then I'm going to steal your ride, And then bitch, she crashed bye. his ship and <laughs> caught it on fire. Rude. That's a heavily modified her. ship. Right. That was expensive. My my mind would have never been like, oh, yeah, I can just take this for enjoyment. What a flex. Yeah. You do that to my car. I don't I don't know how funny you're going to think it is, but uh, it's it's not going to work out terribly well for you. I don't even like my car that much, but... So I keep I keep thinking of uh, this one female character that took Dean's car on Supernatural, and he was like, <laughs> he's like, Sam, can I kill her? And he's like, not in public, no. <laughs> but, not in public. So, but yeah, uh, Tie Fighters, regular Tie Fighters, no hyperdrive. They don't even actually have oxygen, so you need a mask. So no, on a side of no. As funny as the whole <laughs> "they fly now" thing was funny. They've been flying for years. We've had jetpack troopers for years. Have you heard of Mandalorians? Mandalorians? Not even just them. They had those Imperial ones that could fly in Rebels. Have you it's played a Battlefront game? They have jetpack troopers. Him? He's a special one. So I was just so I was just like, oh yeah, as funny as that is, we've had jetpack stormtroopers and clone troopers for years. Play a Battlefront game. Um so, so I I liked that we dived a little more into Poe's past. I agree that it was a cookie cutter thing, but Han's sole occupation was a smuggler. It wasn't necessarily a spice runner. That's he just happened to have to dump spice that he was supposed to ship for Jabba and then Jabba got pissed. So whereas, you know, whereas Poe's like, yeah, I'm just a spice runner. That's mm-hmm. my thing. Totally Which different. I'm Completely. not going to touch it's new. on. Yeah. It's not new. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to skip over something. Opinion. No, I'm going to skip over something else. I was going to say because, again, I don't feel this way. I just think it was kind of something that Star Wars shouldn't have done, possibly in the in the mm-hmm. realm of uh, sensitivity, because um, it wasn't right. But I'll talk to you guys about that off air. Oh boy. Um, so as far as other favorites, um, 
I liked having Lando. It was like, finally, he's like, yes. oh, my flying days are over. When you're that good of a pilot, no. Like, how did you get there? Psych. You flew there. Be quiet. You like your flight. Maybe your fighting days are over. But um, I, I I liked that, you know, there's more of us, Poe. There's more of us. I like how they randomly showed up at that time. Yeah, that's really convenient. They showed up at that time, but I did like it because he was like, you know, we put out a call to the Battle of Crate and nobody came. Yeah. And then everybody Sadness. came so sad well, was, but everybody came this time and it was i saw a, a meme that was like young anakin talking to his mom um the biggest problem we have in this universe is that nobody helps each other everybody yes helped in this one so i i did like that dislikes um getting into the dislikes i already talked about how it was kind of bs that they could fly through all that crap with giant ships moving on um i really didn't like the sith dagger thing the, I liked it at first, and I was like, oh, are they going to have a thing where, like, this is how they kill, kill Palpatine? Like, it's got some kind of oh, Sith incantation on it. That so would have been cool. That would have been much better. I'm not even a good writer. God. Like, but if you're, it's like, didn't somebody mention Goonies earlier? That was very Goonies of them to do the dagger with the, yeah, oh, the it little, lines the little, up. Oh, it oh lines, my God. How is that so possible? It must be in this room, and then let how me is, go inside, and I know exactly where the room is. Can we ask how that's possible? The Death Star is floating on an ocean and could be taken asunder at any time. Yet this dagger was made a couple decades ago. Tides, hello, high tide, and low tide. Why are there clues for this? Why, why are there this? clues for like, you can't just say it's in the vault in the Emperor's <laughs> throne room. Who knows where it is on the ocean? Find it, bring a scuba suit. Oh Much better. I, I was thinking this dagger, I'm like, oh, because Palpatine can clearly go from body to body at some point of some kind of will. So I'm like, maybe this is how like the end all be all kill you. Like you can't like, that's it. I was like, all right, this is going to be awesome. They're going to use it. They're going to shank him. Great. It's going to, you know, they're going <laughs> to gank him. Like continue with the super. You hear the boss music and you're like, Oh my God. And oh, then no. they're just Auto like, safe. Oh, it boss lines up. I'm like, Auto I safe. hate you. I was so pissed. It randomly lines up to things that magically shouldn't be lining up based off of anything ever yeah um i hated i hated that i liked that we had the knights of ren considering they completely forgot about them in the last movie completely yeah. forgot well, about them also i had i had a thought like why did we miss a scene like i feel like we were missing a scene because like ben shows up in street clothes and he's like i'm ben now and the Knights of Ren are like, just I'm going to whoop your ass. I think that's just the clothes that are underneath his Kylo Ren outfit. That man is buck naked under them robes. Like, and come you on. He definitely picked that up like Marshalls or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he definitely went to his Marshalls local to space target <laughs> and was like, give me your most basic white boy ensemble. Um, no, but like, here's the thing I was thinking when I, I was rewatching that I did think it was that weird scene. that they're randomly ready to kick his butt. Yes, it's they like, were randomly I just ready to murder like him. Ago? Yes, and he was their boss. And it's like, he could just be in a different set of clothes. Like, why would you immediately not They know what he looks questions? like without the mask. Yeah. Right. Like, why immediately do you want to murder this man? Like, we were missing a scene and we missed the whole thing of like him changing clothes and like changing sides. Like, I feel like we missed the scene where they like, Talk and also, about how did show. he get there? What? When? How? He stole a Tie Fighter. Okay, which cool, doesn't have a like, hyperdrive. Which doesn't have a hyperdrive, like you said. Doesn't have a wayfinder. Well, Goodbye. he knows where it is now. He's he, and even if he doesn't remember, he has the force to guide him at that point. Okay. But 
I feel like we missed a scene that shows that the Knights of Ren are actually like awesome in that some form. That would have been helpful because they like hyped them up. To it's bridge like that gap. They 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 hyped them up like they hyped Snoke up and then did nothing with them. Yes. Again, um, another thing I didn't like: sixteen hours. That whole movie took place in sixteen hours. Was no. It Oh my yes God. yeah it was the whole oh 16 not hours not even a day it, it was the whole that was the threat the emperor put out they were saying oh it's 16 hours and then the emperor is gonna send all of his ships to do that was less than 16 hours you went to like a billion different planets and then lando had to go and like recruit the entire galaxy in what would amount to an hour and a half was he Yo, light speed like, skipping when did they eat dinner like i'm so, saying like w- what happened did they bring like a droid with them who just made a bunch of little messages they light speed skipped drop off these messages that pinged and the the people like oh let's maybe some come. of this no, stuff like, was happening simultaneously but i damn. freaking guess but damn. no 16 like i even again like i said i watched the cinema sins for this four times he's just like this takes place in 16 hours like Within 20 minutes of the movie, he's already asking, is, yeah, is this 16 hours? Like, no, it's not. Like, you can't just get from one end of the galaxy to the other in 30 minutes. It's, like, not how that works. There's there's a distance thing. So I it, I didn't really – I hated that, actually. Even when I was watching the movie, I was like, you know, I don't uh, – I don't know. Um, I I liked that we had a, a Wedge Antilles cameo. He was on. He was on the. I think he was on the Falcon, um, as the Gunner. Yes, so was he cool. was. I saw that. Yes, Dennis Lawson. Because cool. he, I was upset he didn't come back for, the Force Awakens. But he's like, I don't feel like my character is actually going to add anything, and it would just be random. So I mean, it, it all it added this time was nostalgia. But they brought back Lando. They brought back, um, Nine Numb, who was the co-pilot when Lando destroyed the second Death Star. So I was like, oh. okay, they might as well bring him back. Right. So, cool. and the, I don't know if you know who the, the Mon Calamari guy is that um, that Poe refers to as Junior, but that's Admiral Akbar's kid. His son. Oh, Ooh, he was I, supposed to have a whole plot line with Rose and they deleted it. Really? I didn't know that. Yes. He was going to have a whole side mission with her where they had to find some weapon or some crap. That would have probably been much better. I read that he originally didn't want to fight and he told his dad not to join the resistance. And then his dad died. So he's like, all right, I have to. Yes. I think that's right. Oh. Yeah. So it was a lot I liked about this movie. There was a lot I disliked about this movie. Um, probably about as much as I liked and disliked about the last movie. Yeah, fair. It's a very terribly choppy trilogy. <laughs> well, this podcast memory go black. Just like droid memory go black, 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 black. Thank, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> Um, but we want to thank you guys for going on this journey with us. We've made it through all three of the trilogies, all, all nine episodes. I cannot believe we only started this. Can you believe that we've this. actually made it through without killing each other? I can't believe that, first of all. And I can't believe we did it before May. Like, we're only in middle of April. Maybe it's good that we're all so. in different cities, not in front of each other. Yeah, I think that a- helps. <laughs> we would be strangling each other. Uh, but um, I'm really excited for our next podcast because somehow I convinced these two knuckleheads to do a rewatch of Spaceballs. I love this film from when I was a kid. Talk about I think legends. I was way more obsessed with Spaceballs than I was Star Wars. Um, um, I think it's like on Amazon Prime or something. Oh, but 
Yeah. If not, I have, I have two um, copies five. of the DVD. I'm obsessed with it. I'll of mail course it to you. you. But join us for that podcast and um, we'll have some more content for you after that. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. In the meantime, check us out on Instagram at Spectre underscore radio and on Facebook as Spectre Radio. Be sure to submit your questions via social media for a chance to hear us answer them on our upcoming segment, Consult the Council. This is Spectre Radio, signing off.